Welcome to Distressed Situations, a Reed Smith podcast. On this podcast, we cover current issues in financial restructuring over a wide variety of industries. I'm Keith Arzeda, a partner in Reed Smith's Global Restructuring and Insolvency Group, and I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. Whether your company is a financial institution or in industry, we hope our commentary will be useful in managing the risks associated with distress. If you have any questions about our topics, feel free to contact our speakers. Welcome to our newest episode of Distressed Situations. This is Keith Arzada. I'm a partner at Reed Smith, and I am here with Amy Curlin. Uh, delighted to have her today. She practices in our financial and institutions group. She is a graduate of Duquesne University School of Law. She practices out of the Pittsburgh office. She's going to talk to us a little bit today about discussing the warning signs uh, that may indicate distress. Amy, you want to give a little bit of an introduction to yourself and your practice and maybe say what you do for fun? Sure thing, Keith. So as Keith said, my name is Amy Curlin. I am an associate in the restructuring and insolvency group in Pittsburgh. I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh and, and certainly will never leave. Um, it's a great city. As the nature of my practice generally includes debtor side representation, some creditor side work, and some general bankruptcy litigation. And for fun, at least right now, I am in the process of getting and training a Labrador retriever. Very nice. I like it. What's the retriever's name? Her name is Freedom. She is six years old and she is a retired hunting dog. And she is very, very affectionate. Excellent. All right. So thanks for the introduction there, Amy. So the reason we wanted to do this podcast is to talk a little bit about what are the warning signs of distress. And the one thing I wanted to emphasize at the front is this is not a one-size-fits-all evaluation. This is not something that you can apply rigidly, but we're going to talk about some warning signs, some more obvious than others, that there's a distressed situation in a business enterprise. What do you think is maybe the first sign of distress that you want to look at? So for us as counsel, probably the most easily identifiable warning sign is a client not paying its legal bills. So if you see a client that may not be paying its legal bills over a longer period of time, or it's a client who normally would timely and consistently pay legal bills, this may be one of those warning signs that there's a bigger financial issue that your client may start to face or is currently facing. So do you think we could extend this sc- the scope of this warning sign out a little bit to include the stretching of trade payables in general? Sure thing. If you see that your client is either coming to you with a request from a contracting counterparty or it's your own client's request for an amendment to some type of contract or an amendment to a loan, this would likely be a warning sign. So if your client is not paying for whatever that trade payable is or is extending their delivery time for whatever reason, that may be something that your client should identify further or investigate to see what the root cause of what could be a possible financial distress occurring. I love the way you said that there at the end, Amy. It could be a sign of financial distress. 
It could be that the accounts payable clerk is on vacation and won't be back for a month, but it could mean that there's a lack of liquidity for the business as well. And so this is a sign. It's the type of thing that we're looking at for purposes of today's podcast, right? That's exactly right. And in fact, there are many instances where the client's management team may not even be aware. And like you suggested, it may not be a financial distress situation or a financial issue. It may just be that whoever was in charge of paying those client, that client's bill or you know, hitting submit, something as easy as that could just be the, the issue, which is not a financial issue. It's just something that may need to be addressed. Or like you said, you know, the, the, uh, someone's on vacation. So again, it's something to keep in mind, but it may not, what we're identifying as warning sign may not be an actual warning sign of, a finan- of financial distress. And so you take that step down the road. The early warning sign is the trade payables aren't getting paid. The later stage warning sign, which is maybe a little more definitive, would be lawsuits being filed by trade creditors, right? That's exactly right. And even I would add to that a threatening of a lawsuit. So if your client comes to you or you may see something happening in the news or you know an article coming about that someone is threatening your client or your like I said your client comes to you and says I received this demand notice or I received this demand letter that says that I have to do x to fulfill my obligations under a contract that's another warning sign that you may want to stop and say is there a bigger issue going on or again is there something that has nothing to do with financial distress that could be occurring so let's talk about loan agreements and loan amendments In general, many distressed companies are counterparties to loan agreements where they have leveraged their assets in favor of liquidity at a a previous point in time. Uh, What do you see, Amy, in your experience regarding the execution of loan modifications modifications and amendments as a sign of uh, financial distress? So an example of what might be cause for concern and one of these warning signs is if a client is requesting to for example extend a payment schedule or schedule smaller payments over a longer period of time when a client is executing those type of loan amendments that deal really with financial issues that again may be a warning sign and this could occur all of a sudden or this could occur over a longer period of time we keep going back to where the client's management may just not be aware that there is a potential issue going on or there might not be an issue at all. But if a company is not paying close attention to their finances, a loan modification or a request for a loan modification could occur immediately uh, if the company doesn't notice anything is amiss versus this could happen over a longer period of time where you see your client is continually requesting for a modification or requesting for a modification after a payment is missed on that loan. So one thing I want to add to what Amy is saying is is that in some of the more sophisticated financial instruments, it may not just be the loan payment that is missed or, well, that requires modification. Uh, It may be that there are ratios and covenants in the loan documents that are no longer being met, even though the debtor, the distressed company, has the ability to make the payments their financial covenants may be missed. And so some of the modifications that we see in signs of distress include modifications to financial covenants as well as 
the payment and the due date. Now, Amy, let's say your your client has been sued in a lawsuit. Is that a sign of distress or is that something that the answer depends? I think the answer depends. It could be a sign of distress. You know, certain companies may face hundreds of breach of contract claims a year. That's sort of the, the ordinary course of business. Whereas other companies facing threatened litigation or actual litigation really could be a substantial hit to the business. So this is a good time, again, to just send a reminder that this is not a one-size-fits-all scenario. When you see these warning signs, the most important thing is to sort of look at your client, look at your client relationship, and have a conversation or approach your client and say, one, is everything okay? How do we remedy this together as partners? Again, because in certain circumstances, a breach of contract claim or some other type type of threatened litigation could really be a, a major hit to a company, whereas in other scenarios, like I just said, they face these all the time. So this could be a warning sign, or it could just be ordinary course of business as usual. So Amy, I want to talk about one more warning sign for financially distressed businesses, and then I want to change topics on you just a little bit. Um, What are your thoughts when a client is talking to you about labor problems? So if you see a client that may be facing labor problems, and this could be either the client is conducting mass layoffs or the client is seeing a heightened level of employees quitting or terminations, this again could be a warning sign. It may be obvious to say that if you see your client facing mass layoffs or or conducting mass layoffs, then that client may not have the financial means to continue paying its employees or might need to Uh, or simply might need to trim some of those employees down for redundancy purposes. And the same goes for where your client is facing a heightened level of employees quitting. That's another situation where, again, it could be something that has nothing to do with with the financial situation of the company. But the question for the purpose of today is, is is this because the client is late on paying employee wages? Or is there an underlying financial problem that has caused this increased amount of quitting. So we're going to we're going to switch the the direction here a little bit of you've now identified some warning signs, some signs of distress. What is it that you do? And I'm going to start this off by saying one of the best things about my job and about being a lawyer is the ability to help people and businesses during times of distress and whether that's representing a company that's under financial distress or representing a client that is owed money or is owed obligations under a contract. I find that the best way to address distress is right up front with open, honest, frank, and direct communications. Whether that's just addressing the problem head on and Let's take one example, Amy, your your payables are being stretched, the example you talked about. Maybe management is unaware of the payables being stretched. And so if you have an open and honest, direct communication with the CEO or the CFO and say, your payable is outside of ordinary trade terms, 
the answer you get may be, oh my gosh, that has been a bust in our system. Our accounting department is sorry, and let's get that remedied right away. It was a sign of distress. Now it's been taken care of. Or you have a labor issue and you directly confront it and you talk about it and fix the problem that is causing the employees to leave the business. And those are solutions to a distressed situation that don't require the, the more radical things like a receivership or bankruptcy or further litigation. So that is one thing that I have really appreciated in my career is the ability to, to, to help people with their problems. But I oftentimes find that that starts and ends with really good direct and uh, open communications that are centered around a defined problem. And I think many times we struggle to identify what the ultimate problem is, and we need to spend more time doing that rather than just saying, oh, this situation is a mess. Sometimes it pays to take the extra time to figure out what's the kernel at the bottom that is really causing the difficulty. So I want to turn it back to you, Amy. Let's hear your thoughts on what you think about and what you do when you encounter one or more of these distress signals. Keith, you're exactly right that, you know, the heart of our profession is being problem solvers. So as counsel to either a client who may be experiencing financial distress or a contracting or counsel to a contracting counterparty, it's important, I think, to approach your client by identifying that problem. Again, we are problem solvers. So identify that possible problem and then explain that you want to partner with that client to resolve that problem. And as clients, like you said, clients should communicate quickly, accurately, and forthrightly with their advisors, whether that be legal or their financial. But an important thing to note about experiencing one or more of these warning signs, seeing some or all of these certainly doesn't mean the sky is falling or even that, that the client or the business is failing. Again, it could just mean that there's a problem that needs investigated and then ultimately addressed. These are warning signs that we've called them. These are things that we see all the time. And as problem solvers, we should be in a position so that we can identify these problems and then help our clients resolve them. Amy, I can't thank you enough for joining today. This has been particularly well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much, Keith. Distressed Situations is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Allie McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's restructuring and insolvency practice, please email distressedsituations at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, reedsmith.com, and on our social media accounts at Reed Smith LLP on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. All rights reserved. 